So, if you would forgive me, I would love to just greet you all and have a bunch of pleasantries. But I have a word on my heart that I really want to share with you. So, would you mind if we get right into it? All right. So, I want to explain to you what's going to happen today. It might be a little bit different. There's a lot of things. It's three little scriptures we're going to go over. Uh, but to read it as is, it looks very simple. And I want to break these just three verses down for you. And I don't want to belabor you with a bunch of Greek and Hebrew, but I need you to understand the depth of the scripture. Is that okay? So what we're going to see is we're going to read through. And as I'm reading through, there are going to be certain words that I'm going to have up there. It's going to be defined for you so you really know what the scripture is saying and not just looking at it for face value. Okay. All right. And then as we go, we'll, as we go, you'll see how this is going to This is going to work. All right. Any questions? I hope not. All right. We're going to get into this word. All right. So uh, we're going to read the scripture. It is from Matthew chapter 8, verses 1 through 3. It should be up on the screen. Uh, I read from a... uh, I read from an interlinear Bible, which is pretty much a word-for-word translation from the original Greek. And so if you want to look up on the screen, uh, that'll be good. So excited, so excited. Okay, so Matthew 8, verse 1 says, And having come down from the mountain, great crowds followed him. We're talking about Jesus. And behold, a leper... Okay, here's what a leper is. Do we have that verse up? Okay, a a leper is a person with a scaly, rough, bark-like, husky skin. Okay? And behold, a leper. Very sick, very diseased, very ill. You can see the scales. They look sickly. Behold a leper having come, okay? That means he came to Jesus. He came to Jesus, and he worshiped him. Do we see what worshiped is? In the Greek, it says proskuneo, to bow down, to kiss, to kiss the ground when prostrating before a superior, to adore on one's knees, to worship, okay? It also means, it's a basic meaning, the willingness to make all necessary physical gestures of worship. He didn't care how he looked, he worshiped, okay? And behold, a leper having come in the presence of Jesus, worshiped him, bowed down, and kissed his feet and kissed the ground, saying, that word saying there means Lego in the Greek, to say, to speak. But here is the definition of lego. It means to lay down an argument, to bring it to a close, to bring the message to a conclusion, laying it to rest, laying an argument to rest. He said, Lord, Master, Savior, 
king. Lord in the Greek means kurios, a person exercising absolute ownership and authority. All power. He has full rights. Okay? He has the final deciding power, the final authority, the final word. That's what Lord means. If, if you are willing, if is a conditional phrase. It extends the spin-off of possibilities. It introduces a future clause in the event. It's dependent on what this outcome is. If, maybe, if, it's conditional. It says it introduced something future but not determining before the event. So whether this is to take place, if, I'm going somewhere, I'm going somewhere. He says, if you are willing, he said, Jesus, if you, this is conditional, you are willing, you are willing, Estelis, to will, to wish, to intend, do you desire, is it your intention? Do you want what is best? That's what that means. Are you willing? Do you want what is best for me? If you are willing because you are able, able means power, dunamis. You are empowered from God. No one can do it but you. You are the only one that has the power. You are the only one that has the ability. You're the only one that can do it. If you are willing, you are able to cleanse me. You're able to heal me. And to cleanse means to make clean, literally, figuratively, ceremonially, spiritually. It means removing all contamination. It means removing all filth, moving any admixture that's not pure. So that's what the leper said. Verse 3. Here's Jesus now. And having stretched. Really, that word means to cast forth like an anchor. He almost grabbed him. You know when you throw out an anchor from a boat? Okay. He laid hands on him. And having stretched out his hand. You know what the hand is? It's an instrument used to carry a purpose. Having stretched out his instrument used to carry a purpose. He touched him. He touched him. I really want you to see what touched means. Touched means haptomai in Greek. It means to handle, to fasten. Hapto means to modify or change by touching. It is a touch that influence impact touching 
touching in a way that alters or changes or modifies. I'm going somewhere. I'm going somewhere. It said that he touched them. Saying, Jesus now said, let go. It's the same saying in verse 2. Saying, I will lay down this situation to rest. I will lay this argument to rest. I am willing, telo, my wish, my will, my desire. I am willing. I desire, I intend. I want what is the absolute best for you. Be you cleansed. Be pure. Removing all filth from you. And the Bible says immediately he was cleansed. He was made pure from his leprosy. So I thought what was interesting was in the beginning of the scripture in verse 1, it says a, a man, uh, a leper came to him. Okay? That's a different word than this one, leprosy. It said the leper came to him, but he healed him from his leprosy. Leper means scaly, infectious, bark, husk, because you can see the visual inflammations, boils, husks, dryness of his skin. But leprosy is a more deeply infectious disease and condition. And the Bible says that he healed his leprosy. Okay, the three scriptures. The title of the sermon today is called The Leper in Me. The Leper in Me. Now, I want to give you a little bit of history really quick. <clears throat> Let me give you a little uh, information about leprosy. Uh, of course, in the Bible, if you look in the Old Testament and in the New Testament, it kind of varies. You know, psoriasis was leprosy back in the Old Testament. You know, if you had eczema, any little thing that came up on your skin, if your hair turned white, you know, they had all these rules and regulations for lepers. But one thing remained was that if you had any variation of leprosy or what they considered leprosy, they kicked you out. If you read back into Leviticus, you couldn't be in the city. You couldn't be by the people. They took you out of the city, and you had to go because of your condition. Leprosy was, is a disease that was very dreadful. Nobody liked it. In fact, <clears throat> if you had leprosy, especially in the New Testament and in times, even in the Old Testament, if a priest walked by you, they couldn't be like something dumb like six feet in front of you they were too close and then if the wind was blowing they had to be out way further and anytime passers-by came lepers all of them had to cry out unclean unclean and they had to rip rip their clothes and cover their mouth it's the only disease that I know in the Bible that they require such a declaration. I'm sure people had other sicknesses, but that one, that one you had to declare unclean. So when you declared unclean, everybody knew what your situation was. 
everybody knew that you had leprosy. So they had to cover themselves and they had to stay outside. They couldn't be away from people. They, they had to be away from people. So back in those days, we, we currently have city lines and county lines, okay? But back then they had walls. Walls went up that showed the, the, city, the, city, the city limits. The lepers could not be in the city gates. They had special towns. They had maybe special little villages that they could stay in or they could kind of roam a little bit outside if they're not in a village or in a walled city. Basically, they were outcast. Nobody talked to them. They couldn't talk to nobody. Nobody was able to say hi to them, and they weren't able to say hi to nobody. But they had to declare their situation. It don't matter who walked by. It don't matter if they ignored them. They had to declare their situation. So that's a, that's a brief. What leprosy does is throughout the variations, like I said, it could be scales. It could be skin disease. And visually, when people know you have leprosy, because it forms on the body first, face, eyes, nose. And over time, it's a slow, slow progressing disease. And over time, if you have a severe case of it, what happens is nodules begin to form on the inside of you and it begins to rot at you because they sometimes form and they grow on the nerves. And when the nerves can't get circulation to the body, that's when you see maybe body parts start to fall off. There's no blood, there's no life, there's no circulation getting to certain areas of your body. So when there's no life and no blood and no circulation, things begin to die. And when things in the leper's body begin to fall off, it just rots. It just happens one day. You don't know when it's going to happen, but it just happens. Are you following me? Okay. So this is, what, this is what happens with lepers. It's a very ill disease, and no one, no one bothers them. Okay, so now that we have that understood, I want to set the scene for you. I want to set the scene where we are in Matthew 8. Okay? Tell you how debilitating this is. Matthew 8, verse 1, we're actually coming out of Matthew chapter 5, verse 7. So it's kind of the follow up of Jesus being on the mountain. And in chapter 5, 6, and 7, he talks about blessed is this, blessed is that, blessed are the meek, blessed are the poor. They shall see God. Blessed are the righteous. Blessed are this. That, that, that. Six. Seven. Okay, he's on that mountain for three chapters. So he's on there a while. Great crowds have followed him. He's been there teaching for hours. Many people are following him. He comes down off this mountain. And here comes the leper. The leper now is risking everything because he's not supposed to be where the rabbi is. The leper now says to myself, says to himself, I just heard this word 
I've been listening as far off as I could hear. And I can't let the king pass me by. So I want to de- let, let's demonstrate. Let me, let me show you what happened. Let me show you what happened. Okay. Let's say this is Jesus. Can somebody move this? Can I move it? Maybe I'm buffed. I'm buffed. I got it. I got it. I got it. I'm buffed. <laughs> got it. All right. Here's Jesus, okay? Here's Jesus coming out the mountain. Crowds of people are following him. Crowds. It says multitudes followed him. That means people upon people upon people. Lots of people were there, okay? They're scared of lepers. So I'm sure once they all saw him, they all kind of behind Jesus looking. What is he doing? So here's Jesus. He's standing right here, okay? Here's the leper.
my marriage isn't good. I can't keep a job for nothing. Master, it's humiliating in this condition that I'm in because no one understands. It's, it's humiliating. I got to tell everybody my business. I got to tell everybody what's wrong with me. Let, let, let me show you what it's like. I, I know you know, but let, let me just show you. It's, it's not fun. I got pride. I secretly like other men's wives. I look at other men's wives. I, hey, I have bad thoughts. My thoughts are impure, and it's, it's eating at me. It's, it's ruining my marriage. I, I got such rejection issues. I was abandoned as a child. I just... I've never got over it. My parents gave me up for adoption and I just, I never forgave them. I'm lazy. I don't like to do anything, but I need a job, but I'm lazy. I compare myself to other women. I just, I'm so insecure. I gotta tell you, cause you're walking by. I'm insecure. I lie a lot. I'm fake. I, I put up facades because I got issues. I've been suicidal so many times. I'm tabs. Hey, did you hear me? I battle with depression. I lie to my wife and tell her that I'm happy in our marriage. I don't, I just don't know what to do. I'm stuck. I'm stuck. I don't have the answers for everything. But you, no one cares.
I tried to raise my kids right, but they, they wander off and do whatever they want. I don't, I'm a poor parent. I don't think I'm adequate. But it doesn't matter, you don't care. I'm so unclean. I've been inappropriate with people before. I've been inappropriate. I'm arrogant. I'm arrogant and I, I think I'm better than you. I'm arrogant. See, Master, it's so humiliating to do that. I've had to do that for so long. It's, it's only people in my condition that the law requires this. I got to tell you, Master, I got to repent before you because I've been offended. I've been offended at you because it was your word that kicked me out of the church. It was your law that said I had to go outside. And I was offended. I griped and I complained and why me? Until I realized that I, I was wrong. I was wrong because it doesn't matter. You are the one that has full control. It is you, Jesus, that has the ultimate authority. It is you. Things may not always look the way I want them to. But if, if, if you are willing, if it is your desire, I'd love to have another possibility. I'd love to have another outcome in my life. I'm tired of being, I'm tired of doing this. And I have nothing to lose. My wife talks down to me and I don't know what to do. I have nothing to hide. But I know that if you can't do it, and if you don't do it, and if you don't will to do it, I have to accept that fact because it's you. Master, I've had so much church hurt. 
I try to call the pastor to make an appointment. They don't return my call. They don't want to deal with me. Oh, Jesus, they don't want to deal with me. I try to reach out. And they just walk away. And I was mad at them too. Master, I was mad at them too. Until I realized that I was only reaching out to them because I didn't think I, I didn't think I could reach you. I didn't think I could come to you by myself. That I, I needed their help. But all this time, you just wanted me to come to you. All this time, you just wanted me to come to you. I'm not mad anymore. Master, whatever you decide to do, I'm not mad anymore. I just want you to know. They were just doing what they thought was right, but I thought they owed me something. I thought they owed me something, but I heard your word, Jesus. I heard your word, and I am broken in pieces before you. And I just want to know if, if by chance you wouldn't mind giving me another outcome in life. If you wouldn't mind changing my perception. What I think, if, if you're willing, if it's your desire, Jesus, if it is your will, if it is in your best interest, if it is in your best interest, because you have the final say, you have the final say. So if it is in your best interest, will you touch me? Will, 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 will you rid me of these thoughts? Will you rid me of my fears? Would, would you cleanse me? And take these things away that just, that plague me. It rots me. It, it, eat at, it eats at me every day. Jesus, would you, would you touch me? Because Nobody else can do it but you. There is no one that can touch me the way you can. All this time I've had it all wrong. I blamed everybody else because I was scared that you wouldn't hear me. You wouldn't hear my prayer. And I, I needed to go through my prayer partner. I, I, I needed to, to stand in every prayer line that I could. And you were just saying, you wanted me to come to you directly. And I'm here. And this is my last chance and this is my only hope. So master, whatever you say, however you say, it doesn't matter. I just want to know if 
if, if you would take my condition and change it, will you touch me? And as the leper worshipped and bore his soul before the Lord, it says Jesus stretched out his hand and he, while he touched him, while he laid his hands on him, he said, It is my will. It is in my best interest. It is my desire. It is my wish. It is my purpose and it is my plan to cleanse you, to heal you, to touch you. And it said immediately. It didn't take no time. The Bible said immediately his leprosy was cleansed. Not only the outside condition, but also the inside. Also all that other stuff in here. All that stuff in his heart. Things that nobody knew about. Things that we keep secret ourselves. Jesus said, yes, it is my will. Sometimes we battle with, I pray and pray and pray. I don't hear any answers. But I think we should remember the leper. First of all, the leper came into Jesus' presence. He came to him. Nobody pushed him. Nobody begged him. He came to him. Number two, he unashamedly worshipped him. He didn't care what anybody thought. He had no pride. He was all humble. He was all broken. He unashamedly worshipped Jesus. Here was the third thing the leper did. He asked. He simply asked. But he asked with the humility. He acts with no hidden agenda. He acts out of a state of brokenness. He acts with humility. He humbly acts. And sometimes we hear all the time, come as you are. And that's great. But when we learn how to access the king, then we grow. 
We don't know at first, but when we know, we do. You come into his presence. You unashamedly worship. You acknowledge him and who he is. And you humbly ask. And his book said, his word said, that he immediately touched him. I'm so grateful for today because I know that Jesus is already here. I know that he's already here. And although physically we may not have scales on the outside of our skin, or if you look on your hand, you may say, oh, I'll look good. You looked in that mirror before you left the house. In fact, you probably checked yourself in the car before you came in the church. And you thought you looked good. And you thought you looked good enough to come in here. But Jesus said, There are some deeper things I want to touch. There are some deeper issues. That leper was at a disadvantage because everybody could look at him and see his condition. Easier to judge, quicker to judge. But at the same time, he didn't have any pride to hold him back either. And what I want you all to know is that Jesus is here today. He's here today. And I believe that he wants to clean us up from any and all admixture, admixture, any and all filth, any and everything that is in our heart, in our mind, in our soul that nobody even knows. And he's here today to do that for you. I have carried this word since 2014 for today, for today. And so I want to give you an opportunity. I know normally this would be the time where our prayer warriors come up, but I don't want that to happen today because nobody else laid hands on him but Jesus. And so, for all of you that have a little leprosy in you, myself included, this this altar is open for you to come and worship at his feet because he's ready to touch you. I'm not going to ask. I'm not having anybody lay hands on you. You just have to come to him yourself. Don't look at anybody else. This is the time where we look at us. We look inside. And if you feel like you're okay, okay. But Jesus is here right now to personally touch you by himself. You ask him. Bear your soul to him.
whatever your issues are. Give it to him. He is here. He's all ears. He couldn't wait to listen. You give him your brokenness, he's going to fix it. He's going to touch you. That will modify and alter your mind, your heart, your soul, if you give it to him. He wanted to do a little surgery today. If you wanted him to, he was ready to perform. The doctor is in. We all have a little leprosy, and it is okay. He's got enough healing power to remove it. He's not going to run out. He is here. 